What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Thirsty Thursday. I want to pay my respects to the Tennessee Volunteers. It was a great season. The the the, the team has moved so far forward. Uh, I hate the season ended in that way, but you know what? Next year feels like ninety eight already. Um, and we're going to be national championships, and that's just the way it is. Uh, we're going to be national champions. I misspoke because, well, I don't know. My heart hurts. Beyond that, joining me today is my two uh, classy cohorts here. I've got Mr. Ryan DeMay, Mr. Ray Ito. Uh, gentlemen, welcome aboard the Soul Train. Tonight, we have an extra special episode. Are y'all ready for the debauchery that's about to unfold? <laughs> I love it when we don't know what's coming next, and we truly, in this case, have no effing clue what's going to happen here, right? I mean, anybody right. could call in, right? We had Santa call in last week, direct from the North Pole, yeah. where some Bermuda is going to be planted next year. Maybe some mm-hmm. centipede if we can trick Matt and move them to the North Pole. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm te- hey, would you? Hey, listen, this is a. De- I'm dead serious. Would you move to Canada? For two years, two full years, if in the middle, in between, that UT could win in a football national championship. You can come back when it's all over. Would you do it? I'd go to Banff in a heartbeat. I'd no, 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 no. Not British. No. You got to go up north. I'm talking like off the grid Canada. Yeah. yeah I, I may not come back if I go up there, Ryan. I like <laughs> isolation. <laughs> You don't Trust like the me, cold, it's very appealing to me. I don't like the cold, but if it means I don't have to interact with other humans for an extended period of time, I, I'm telling you, two years, I may not reintegrate back into society well. I may become one with the wolves and reindeers, my friend. I might confuse oh, myself for a moose. <laughs> Ray, Ray oh, imagine Matt. Remember when they found Ted Kaczynski out there in Montana? He might look mm-hmm. like that. He could. He might look like that. I, I'm not Maybe too not far the, from that, to be honest. The, uh, the fertilizer I mean, manifesto. Here, here it comes. Yeah. Hey, I mean, uh, because oxides uh, are ruining the world. You, you all know uh, how much uh, of a native I look like. So you tell me, uh, Ray, you're moving up north. You know what I'd say? When? <laughs> when? Ray will come with you. He'll do it. Yeah, yeah. He'll do yeah, it. Because it, it's called, I told you, get me away from the, the sun, the sand, and the ocean. Whoever else likes that can keep that shit. Listen, you know, mm. Living in a communist country is not real high on my priority list, but if it means that I get to stop <laughs> being around people, then I'm entirely for it. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, uh, all right. Well, gentlemen, for those yeah. of y'all that don't know, for the for the listeners here, uh, we mm-hmm. are uh, we are we are going to do a call in show today. That was the plan. We're not going to change the plan. Um, so. If you would like to call in, you could call in at 304-804-7277. 304-804-7277. 
That's 304-80-GRASS if you're playing along at home, uh, or 304-804-7-ASS. Um, you can also do it <laughs> that way as well. I just came up with that on the fly. Sorry. That was, I was taught. That was actually really hard for me right now. I'm not firing on all cylinders, I'll tell you right now. Um, and, Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. All right. Caller, you're, caller, you're live. Caller, you're live. Turn down your radio. Turn down your radio, caller. Turn down your radio. Listen on the phone. You're live. What are you doing? <laughs> what Man, do you there, think we're doing? There's a serious echo. Why is there such a serious echo? Turn, turn your volume because, down. Yeah, you, yeah, you need to, to turn off the computer, or I'm, if you're listening on your phone, you need to pause the YouTube video on your phone. I don't have nothing on, Matt. You are screwing oh, something up. I'm now. telling you right now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. I freaking love you, doing, you man. No, are we, hey, your other, hey. Your other co-partners there, even though I don't see a Keystone and I don't see any coffee. Oh, there it is. I see it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I see it. I got, I got, I got, uh, I got Lushy sponsoring me tonight. Yeah, Lushy is uh, sponsoring uh, Ryan, and this is some Lavazza Espresso Roast. Oh, special roast. (laughs) What's in that special roast, Ray? It's dark roasted uh, coffee from Italy. Mm. It's roasted Uh, in Italy. I got some Johnny uh, Walker, some Blue Label. And the nice last Ooh. little glass is, is mighty tasty. That well, is a New Year's delight right there. Yes, sir. I could, I could go for Johnny Walker for personally. You. I could go That's for it. Johnny Walker drunk. too. Yeah, it's because Johnny Walker is not is not bad. Johnny Walker is pretty good. Like Blue Label, who, who is this? Is by like the way, top notch. If you have not had Blue this Label, is... like don't get me wrong, Black Label's good, Double Black's good, but Blue Label, that's like. It's like above and beyond. This is our friend from Busy Bees Lawn Care. Is this Busy Bees? Yes. No, good try. Good try. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I freaking love you, Matt. <laughs> I love you, sir. Did, wait, who, no, who, who is this? Who is this? Oh. I don't think this is Busy Bees. It's Jason Trailer. Motherfucker. Mm. It was it was lingering in the back of my head. Listen, Jason, I've never talked to you when you when you were when you when you got a little buzz going and you're and you're you're a little bit slower. You're a little bit slower than you normally are. And I was like, well, he either ate an edible or it's it's the it's the blue label that's gone to his brain. I'm not sure which one it is. But when you when when you first answer they don't allow those edibles in my state, unfortunately. Not yet. Listen here, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do in Texas because Texas is where everybody should be moving right now. If I, uh, if, if you know, actually, you know what? Don't move to Texas. Preserve its dignity, and uh, yeah. yeah, stay out of Texas. Yeah, unless, California, my Texas, person. man. This is my Texas. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have planned for New Year's? What are you going to be doing? Oh, man, you know, to be honest with you, I think I'm going to have to mow the yard. This motherfucker right here. 
I shit you not. It was 82 degrees on Christmas Day. We broke a record, and like I'm looking at the yard. It's growing. And I'm like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. It's, it's, it's a strange world right now because there's green Bermuda grass coming up all over my property. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this is, let me tell you, let me tell you, uh, hold your pants because the polar vortex is coming. And when it comes, yeah, the vortex, <laughs> let's hope it doesn't freeze Texas again. Unfreeze yeah, Texas great again. I, it didn't make yeah. sense, but I tried. No, it was good. It was good. It was terrible. Let's be honest. It was, no, it was, it was good, man. Everything from you good is good, Matt. Come on. <laughs> Jason, did you see that we were cutting up the podcast into segments? Did you see that? Yes, I did. Is that is that a smart or a stupid thing? Uh I don't know. It's hard for me to tell, sir. Well, I mean, I don't, it. I don't, I don't see all the cool stuff you guys see. So, and like right now, it's kind of your off season. So maybe you're catering to a different crowd, and I don't know. Is that wrong of me? Really to hoping. Say? We were really hoping for the moms to start listening more. That was really our goal. You know, you know, all the moms. I think a little more chest hair from you you might you might bust it out there sir you might get it <laughs> can we can we think we about a new name a new name for a burn and return something along the lines of i don't know exposing exposing our chests i don't know i don't know how to don't do that don't do don't do that don't do that <laughs> I, don't know, Jason. Uh, I think that's a good idea. You're on to something. Unless I go swim, unless I go swimming in Rogaine. There's no way in hell. Yeah, Ray. I'm gonna be able to keep. I'm gonna be able to keep up. Ray, Ray is. I think Ray is. Uh, you know, here's what I think. We just need to. We need to do like a little segment. We need to do like the pubic minute once a show. <laughs> you know, and if we just do that and we test it and see how it goes, then you know, maybe take a little bit more of a close up. I don't know. We'll see. You know, I I know you guys don't know me, but um, I have I Irish you. heritage, and uh, you know, I I walk around in you know forty degree weather in a shorts and t shirt and sandals because that's just how I roll. And my son's always like, "How are you not cold?" And like he looks at me tonight and he says, "Oh, it's because all of this." I'm like, "Yeah, it's called a man sweater." That's <laughs> right. It's because you're a giant <laughs> redheaded Viking. My wife had enough of my hair. She came to fix it. This is embarrassing. Yeah. Thanks, Mom. Call in the makeup, people. Yeah. Can I get a little powder for my nose? <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. No, now, now he doesn't look. Now he doesn't look as as uh, nuts. <laughs> yeah. You can now see my scalp as... now. Look at this. Look at this. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta come over it. You gotta come over it because this. This right here. There's too much exposed scalp right there. You see that? Yo, Matt, I, I look we, at you, sir. You're blessed because I swear the day I turned 18, it was just like, see you later. It just started checking out. <laughs> started growing real thick on my face, but on my head, it was just like, ooh, here you go. I'm out. 
You, you and my, my brothers. Yeah, JP, we got to set a new goal. Way better than me. Do you have any hair on your head left? Well, you know, anymore, I just I go for the big razor and just take it all off, whatever's there. So what's the point? Hey, do you have one of the razors that you hook on to your finger, like you wear it like a ring and then shave your scalp the wheelies? with it? Is the that wheelies, what it's called? I think is what they call them. Yeah. No, I don't do a wheelie. I mean. But I know what you're talking about. It's does. it's not a bad choice. Maybe one day. I think all this I'm, means, I, Matt. I'm, I'm a few years away, right? I, I think that yeah, may be you, the way. Yeah. I may wheelie it. You, for sure, sir. You, you're blessed in the in the hair. I mean, I, I'll share if you want to give me some. Especially gray. Let's, I mean, look at that mop, man. It's just like, whew. I couldn't, I couldn't even imagine. Yeah, and, 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 I, and I'm the oldest one on the panel, actually. Yeah, that's genetics right. for you, sir. Yeah, well, he's doing all right. That is genetics because, uh, as far as I know, my grandfather uh, was buried with a full head of hair. Wow. Mm -hmm. Not mine. (laughs) (laughs) Not mine. Yeah, I don't think mine. Gramps. uh, Yeah, Gramps was buried with a full head of hair, but only half a lung. Oh, see, that's rough. Ooh, wow. yeah. But he had a full head of hair. And also, how's this for horrible or scary? None of it was gray. It was black like this. Oh, man. That's, that's pretty impressive. Uh, See, I don't think what? I have any gray hairs on my head. I have them in my beard, and I have them um, elsewhere. But I don't have them on my head. Well... Me, me too, be because don't worry. Uh, yeah, because I I have gray in other places besides on top of my head. Jesus, right? And uh, oh well, I mean, I just roll with it. <laughs> I just roll with Jason, it. Jason, I hope you have the happiest of New Years and uh, and, and and Merry Christmas to you and uh, and your family. Happy New Year to you and your family. And uh, thank you for calling in, sir. It was great to hear from you. You too, guys. Thank you for doing what you do. Love watching the show. Keep it up. You guys have a good new year, too. Thank you, sir. You too, sir. Have a good Thank evening. you. You guys have a good one. Later. See ya. Jason, the big red, the the beautiful, the beautiful, beautiful redheaded bastard there. If you would like to call in, 304-804-7277. Listen. You got a question for Ryan? You got a question for Ray? Maybe you don't. Maybe you just have a statement. Maybe you were so mad at Ryan DeMay that you just, you got you to gotta take something up with him. 304-804-7277. You get the opportunity right now, live, live, come on, and just absolutely unload on Ryan DeMay. Take a number. You can give it to him in his ear. You can give it to him on his glasses. You can give it to him in his schnoz. Caller, you are live. What is going on? How are you, sir? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Oh, Demay, just so you know, this is Busy Bees. 
There you go. <laughs> oh, snap. Hey, snap. You, hey, listen, you lose a little bit of your draw when you start drinking. So that's why I had the, I, I kind of guessed a little bit there. I went on a flyer. You know, you would drink Johnny Walker Blue would, Label. Tell me you wouldn't. Tell me you wouldn't. I wouldn't. You, you wouldn't? <laughs> no. Why? What is wrong with you? Are you some kind of elitist? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Ardbeg cult. Oh, Plus, I also have, uh, what is it? The Bruce Wattic, uh Black Art. You let me what down, kind man. of wizardry and witchcraft do you have going on? Aren't you in South Carolina? Yeah, but I like good fucking scotch. <laughs> Not that blended bullshit. That's right. <laughs> the Omicron is jumping out of my soul right now. Um, I don't know. I I, I get it. listen, Demain. Let's let's be real here. There's not a lot of class down in South Carolina. <laughs> I'm I am so sorry, Busy Beast. That was a cheap shot. I shouldn't have said that. Uh, well, you know, at least we didn't get fucked by the refs, you know, like University of Tennessee did. <laughs> oh, that was a cheap shot. My bad, Matt. Uh, yeah. No, oh, yeah. I deserve it. And and listen, there is there is definitely no more class in Tennessee than South Carolina. That is that is guaranteed. We're scraping the bottom of the barrel, and we do so proudly. That's why we have such colorful accents. Wait compared to our brethrens from up north. We are equally all white trash down here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Proudly. Just absolute garbage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Busy Bees, hey, I want to know, what is your New Year's resolution for the business this year? What are you trying to do, bigger, faster, stronger, whatever, for the business? I'm curious. I'm actually looking into buying the bigger, was it, like the 60s or something of the uh, Toro Z-Sprays. Not the lean steers, but the big ones with the uh, separate tank that has like five gallons of like separate chemical. I want to get two of those. Um, I'm actually trying to actually maybe hire an employee. And... Ooh. While I took some time off, I've been big into, I wanted a new hobby more than drinking. I took up, you know, forging shit. Forging cool. so I'm gonna look into actually. I'm going to look into actually building me an actual forge and actually trying to make me some axes. Axe. Oh, I thought you were talking about forging checks uh, because where I come from, the only forging I'm aware of is... <laughs> All right. I knew I'm not I knew that level of white trash. I thought the same thing, Matt. I knew... I'm impressed. He's, I saw your scandal, J. Ping. I was like, perfect. No, he said forging shit, and my thought was, you know, when you poop sometimes after you eat wings, and it's, it hurts and it burns on the way out. That's what I thought he was talking about. I don't know. He was going I, like, I, I knew James well what he was talking. What he was talking about because whenever somebody says forging something, I'm thinking. Making axes, knives, and uh, you know, cool things out of steel. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Isn't yeah, it like uh, you know, you, you you heat it until it's red, and then you beat it with a mallet on an anvil or something? That's what she yeah, said. You, pound, you can beat pound it, it on a flat shape. stick of like steel. Yeah, yeah. You pound it into shape, 
uh, you uh, draw it through a, a die of some kind. Uh, there's a lot you can do with red hot metal. I know Ray no, I've already built... to make it go boom, but that's okay. <laughs> well, I did that earlier today. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's safe. Well, I mean, so the, the ATF had shit that had to go blow up, so you know they needed a firefighter on standby. So I, you know, that was me. Yeah. Are you are good. you a firefighter good. as well? Yeah, yeah he is. Uh, volunteer is. for seventeen something plus years. Oh, very good. Thank you for your service, sir. Well, don't busy take me. Bees. I do it for the adrenaline. Okay, I'm not going to do that ever again. I promise you. Uh, I hope you have an absolute wonderful new year. And uh, and I hope uh, you share with us the successes you undergo this year, and uh, take care, take care of. Uh, I feel like every time we're zooming, you're working on something, and then your wife comes out and is like, "Honey, you've been working until one o'clock in the morning. It's time to come in." I hope you get the opportunity <laughs> to take a break a couple days early. I mean, a couple hours early a day, and uh, yeah, get to get to spend some some time with your with your family. I I hope this year well, affords you the opportunity to do that. Well, I plan on taking all the weekends off, unless I just actually have to work a Saturday. So that's that's a, that's a good goal. To main have. plan. It is. That is. You got to do it. But well, thank you for calling in, sir. I, well, thank y'all. I don't mean I didn't mean to cut you off there, but uh, thank you for calling in. Oh, no, again, I, have a very happy New Year. Happy New Year to y'all, and I just want to let all the Discordians know I am still alive. Thank you, Jesse <laughs> Bousset and uh, Nick for checking on me. We love you, Busy Bees. Love y'all too. Love you, man. There we go. Another another friend representing uh, representing Southern accents everywhere. Someone has been hammering the line, so we are making outbound calls now, and uh, and we're going to call them until they answer. Effectively, we got <laughs> you call me. Times. Yeah, we, we did, did call, call you. Am I am I on air? You are. Yeah, this is this is the water department. You want to get wet? All right, it's SVT Bill. So I have a two part two parts here. You guys oh, ready? Boy, he's serious. Do you hear how amped Jesus. up he is? I, I know. Okay, it's SVT yeah, Bill. I've got a two-part question. I've scripted this. <laughs> he's been ripping lines every time he makes I guess a call. The, <laughs> I guess it's three parts because the first part is it's it's Thursday and I'm thirsty. Second part, Matt, so I'm from Southeast Texas. Think back to your Mesofuron, uh, Methyl Secrets of Success video. Remember uh-huh. how you mentioned... Um, reading the label that because of the soil pH being high, it can stay in the soil for 36 or 34 months, right? Uh-huh. So the end of the season, two seasons ago, I spot sprayed because I had Virginia buttonweed. Guess what the first parts of my lawn to check out every season are? The spots where you sprayed metsulfuron methyl. Exactly. Half an ounce. And this was like 2019. On an accident. No, I, I didn't mix it too hot because I had a scale uh, on grams, right? But just oh. the generally, it's like pretty strong product in our soil peaches 
through the roof, right? It's way above. I mean, it's it's more like caustic than it is acidic, right? So every every season it, it checks out first those spots, and it's been a couple of years. So I thought that was crazy. Okay, part number two. Um, it's it's Ray from Hawaii, right? Yeah, the green duck. Uh, yes, sir. Okay, so a few um, weeks ago, or it's been a couple months at this point, you had mentioned something about killing Bermuda off in uh, the winter. And I think you said do a repeat application of something like five times. Uh, something crazy. And it was in regards to Bermuda invading St. Augustine. And you had made it a point to mention that a lot, the vast majority of people say that it can't be done. And then you said something like do this combination. Uh, what what was that? That would be I don't know fumicate you... plus atrazine. Esofumicate plus atrazine, and you need to do it multiple times. This is not a one and done. This is a keep on doing it until it works. And cool. the other well, thing about that, so. and the other thing about taking care of Bermuda grass in St. Augustine is stop fertilizing. I'm serious about this. Stop fertilizing because the more you nitrogen and phosphorus you put on the lawn, the more you favor the Bermuda. Because St. Augustine can live and survive on very low nutrient levels. The Bermuda cannot. So anybody that has a serious Bermuda problem in their St. Augustine, uh, I want them to stop applying nitrogen and phosphorus to their lawn. Seriously. Okay, that's fair. Um, has anybody ever come up with, so Bermuda is probably, from what I understand, the least shade tolerant out of mm. the warm season grasses. Has anybody ever come up with any strategies that involves uh, like shading it out? Okay. For lack of better words. Uh, here's, uh, here's my other thought on this, is that, you know, if you do have a problem with Bermuda invading your St. Augustine, you know what that tells me? The St. Augustine doesn't belong there, period. You should have a Bermuda lawn. Per, you know, end of story. Because typically, I almost never see Bermuda grass being a problem in the St. Augustine turf areas that I deal with because those St. Augustine lawns are always in areas of mostly shade. Not in full sun. If you well, have so let me ask you a question. In... Yes, sir. So, so where, I mean, are you dealing with these, these St. Augustine lawns in Hawaii or what, what kind of climate is it? Because wh where I'm Hawaii. at, like the, the yeah, so I, I, I guess I can't really comment on that. Where I'm at, it's the, the builders all put in St. Augustine and it's just Bermuda grass invading is like an inherent problem, right? So. I mean, kind of like well, across the board is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, well, well, what that means is that uh, what pool head suds St. Augustine in a full sun 
hot and dry location. That is like asking for failure. Because yeah, my 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 preferred location for Saint Augustine is I start to think a little cooler, a little shadier, and a little more water. The very place where Bermuda grass doesn't grow as well. Right. Yeah. So it's like you know I I, I shake my head at all of these people in Florida and Texas that are trying to grow St. Augustine in the blazing sun and in a place where water is limited. That just is, you know, an uphill battle, essentially. Is the lawn irrigated? Yeah, well, I, I got to, I got to give it to you. I was going to, I was going to say that it's definitely an uphill battle. I just, I always kind of chalked it off to, it's just one of the inherent problems with the region. Um, but to answer your question, no, the, the lawn isn't irrigated. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in what makes it incredibly difficult is that if you try to strategically install shade, right. Um, eventually to make sure you have adequate coverage of reduced sunlight, your canopies are going to be getting really close to touching. And as those canopies encroach one another, uh, that's where you're going to get, uh, a dead spots or bare spots right and and then you'll be fighting the other battle of you know consistently aggressively pruning the tree um until you get to the point where you say you know what let's cut down the trees and just sod bermuda grass yeah no kidding because as soon as soon as you remove the shade what do you think is going to grow back first <laughs> bermuda grass yeah the bermuda yeah the bermuda i i mean so I like I said, uh, my experience with St. Augustine is that I work with a lot of St. Augustine in walled-in lawns that are surrounded by trees and buildings, etc., that they're never going to get sun. But that's the St. Augustine grass that's green and growing, and I don't have to fool with it very much. If anything, i got to ask it to stop growing sometimes. <laughs> right, because it's already established and dense, right? Yeah, or or even if it's uh, recently sodded, uh, it comes from the sod farm all juiced up on way more nitrogen than what I'd prefer. I mean, half, half the time you get a pallet of sod from here, from the sod farm, is marketed as St. Augustine, and at least a third of its Bermuda you have to throw out. <laughs> I mean, that, oh, yeah, that's just how it is. <laughs> because even those guys, they have a hard time with it, right? So they have to go around with glyphosate to to kill off their their invading Bermuda. They have no other choice. Actually, they do, <laughs> but because they're a sod farm, they can do something that residential turf people can't do. And you know what that is? That's then, right? No, uh, Pilex, I believe. No, Asulox. Oh. Asulox, the old Asulox, because yeah, you, don't you remember, no, you remember that guy in Florida on lawn site? He oh. was, no, he, no, there was this guy on lawn site that used to kind of side eye talk about 
this mix that he'd used to kill Bermuda in St. Augustine lawns. And you know what that mix was? That mix was acylox, atrazine, ethofumacate, and pasagran. That's interesting. Yeah. I have not heard uh, so Ray, that you're, herbicide you're, mentioned in like eight years. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, you were you were saying that that's not available to a homeowner. So my my best bet goes back to what you were saying earlier, which is a, a heavy-handed mix of ethafumacate and atrazine. Correct. Multiple yes. applications. Multiple applications, um, and and by the way, and, and what? Go ahead. The. And and the thing about the, that atrazine and ethafumacate program is you're going to burn through your annual maximum of atrazine applications on the St. Augustine. And after you've burnt through those applications, you continue with ethafumacate by itself. And when you apply the ethafumacate, it has to be with methylated seed oil. Right. Because... Uh, in talking to my friends at Bayer, they explained to me why they pulled the Prograss 4SC water-based formulation, and they only sell the uh, emulsifiable concentrate now. And the reason why they pulled it is because people weren't including mesylated seed oil with the water-based 4SC formulation. And they were complaining to Bayer about a lack of efficacy. And so Bayer decided to just cut the 4SC formulation. And by the way, esophumacate 4SC is still available as an off-patent product, but that is not backed by Bayer. But if you do get your hands on that esophumacate 4SC, you can make it work very well by including a half a percent mesylated seed oil in any spray mix that uses it. Dude, that's awesome and news. When you do, no, and, and, and when you do that, it's going to put the hurt on Bermuda. It is going to hurt Bermuda badly because the mesylated seed oil then forces uptake of that. Uh, it's the fumicide into the Bermuda. So, and yeah, a few years ago, well, no, go ahead. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan just pulled up the label on this uh, Acilox product. I mean, it uh, its claim to fame is its ability to kill crabgrass and goosegrass in a St. Augustine lawn. In one application, damn. That that's 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 what I heard about it. Well, that's a tall order. Well, <laughs> speaking from once, experience, there. <laughs> no, but once this Asilox got pulled, uh, people trying to maintain Saint Augustine, especially if they're trying to maintain it in full sun, they were in a world of hurt. Life got complicated for them, for sure. It's it's tough. I think generally speaking, uh, from I'm still kind of new to the game, but in my ex experience, main your best bet maintaining um, 
St. Augustine Full Sun, really what is more important than chemicals is just cultural practices. Because I've actually choked out Dallas grass um, with St. Augustine just mowing tall infrequently. Like, I know that sounds kind of far-fetched, but it's actually happened. No. No, that that's not uh, that's not unreasonable because if you mow the Saint Augustine without scalping it, you can get ahead of a lot of weeds. Because I've also heard about the deplorable practice of the commercial lawn operators running a rotary mower on the Saint Augustine, except they set their decks down so damn low it's dragging on the dirt, Ryan. And that's just not a nice thing to do to St. Augustine. Conversely, I can tell you that St. Augustine takes very well to being real mode. It loves really? being cut. Uh-huh. At, it loves being cut at like three quarters of an inch with a good real mower. It loves uh-huh. that. <laughs> but they say they say that you should cut it, you know, five inches or something with a rotary. They. I've had pretty pretty good luck at four and a quarter with a rotary, and hey, SBT and Bill big time is frequency. Have you ever seen eight one three King that uh, that real mows his Saint Augustine? I don't think so. Check the you need chat. We'll do you need to, you need to check this out. In the chat. Take a look on the YouTube chat. Oh, are you going to put it in chat? Yeah, it's hard. Uh, okay, check well, King. I'm, Plug your channel in the chat, and I'll I'll approve it. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm sure I'm I'm burning up time. I'm sure people want to get in there. So, y'all guys yeah. have a happy New Year, and I really do appreciate the information. Thank you, hey, sir. You have okay, a happy New Year. Thank you. you too, man. All right, good night. See you. Right. How about them, man? Oh. Caller, you are live. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I just wanted to say shout out to Evie Does It in the chat. (laughs) George, not again. Inside baseball. Uh, If you (laughs) would like to come on and tell a joke or uh, a comment or whatever you want to do. I mean, this this is your show. 304-804-7277, 304-80-GRASS, 304-804-7-ASS. Uh, <laughs> give us a call and uh, and tell us tell us whatever it is you want to do. Um, you can, again, if you're, if you're mad at us, call and tell us. You can say F you, screw you, go to hell. If you got a dirty joke, you can tell a dirty joke. If you got hate in your heart, brother, uh, let it out. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> here you go. The, here's a here's a softball purge. for Ray. Here's a softball for Ray from Michael Selly. Yeah, in the chat. Mm-hmm. Methylated seed oil versus a non-ionic surfactant. What's the difference? And where would you use each? Robert Palmer was asking me about this the other day. Ooh. Well, before we get there, we got a phone call. We do. Yeah. Caller, you're live. Hey, long time listener, first time caller. Um, I uh, got a new lawn a couple couple years ago and uh, did the Scotch thing for the first couple years. And now I'm looking to kind of expand and start spraying some weeds out. And I would just like that one, I know it's kind of a far-fetched thing, but just that one uh, thing to put on my shelf that I can grab to spray. Uh, 
spray um, most of my weeds out. And I was wondering what you guys recommended as that kind of go-to um, first line of defense. Where are you and what type of grass do you have in your front yard or in your yard? Uh, uh, St. Louis, um, Louis area. I'm about an hour west of St. Louis, and I've got a cool season mix. Ooh, all right. My biggest things are probably like the, we call it water grass and uh, some crabgrass and stuff like that, but a little bit of clover, a little bit of dandelions. Everything. Oh, boy, you're, you're not going to like my answer. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot going on there. There's more than one herbicide can do um, effectively. Mm-hmm. Effectively. Um, if it were me, Speed Zone would be my go-to of just a good all-around. It's going to take care of most of your broadleaf weeds. Um, and then if you want to get fancy, I would get some Pilex. It's not going to be cheap. It's about 280 bucks for a little bottle of it. It'll last you a long, long time. Uh, you can share it with somebody. More than enough people here in this, you know, uh, this part of the world here that would love to split something with you like that. But uh, that's going to take care of, you know, more of your summer annual type. So uh, it's going to be really strong on crabgrass. It's going to be really strong on goosegrass. So some of those things you see. And then the only other thing I would say is if you are seeing crabgrass, the thing to try and tighten up and um, be a little bit more mindful of would just be your pre-emergent game when you're timing that up, which products you're using, all that kind of stuff. And hopefully you can skate by without seeing as many of those weeds. So I'll shut up and listen now to my herbicide brethren. Hey, hang on. Let me, <laughs> let me ask a couple more prerequisite questions here. Um, have you applied pre-emergent herbicides yet? Yes. So I did, I guess the first season I did Scott's, you know, step one pre-emergent. The next year, I kind of stepped it up and did two rounds of pre-emergent, um, one really early, like early March, and then one of them uh, a few, few weeks, well, six or eight weeks later. And okay. there's a so huge that's, difference on crabgrass and, and such. Yeah, I was going to say that early March app is not early at all. Like, uh, you're, you're good there. Um, yeah. You can go earlier if you want. And... Let okay. me ask, were you still still dealing with crabgrass this last year after those applications, those split apps? Um, yes, a little bit. Okay. So I think are you confident part, I mean, it was are you confident it was crabgrass or do you think that it could be potentially Dallas grass? Ooh. Ooh. I mean I confident mm-hmm. would be a strong word, but um definitely very flat, very very spreading trying to smother out everything else. Um, so to me, I'd say so, all uh, that shit, crabgrass. It, chances okay. are, if you had that solid of a pre-emergent uh, a series of applications down and you're seeing what appears to be crabgrass, I would bet not a ton of money, but upwards of somewhere around the range of $100 that more than likely <laughs> you're dealing with, uh, with Dallas grass. And so that enters there enters another uh, uh, kind of interesting uh, approach to the weed management program and at least the tools you want to keep on the shelf, right? You've got prodiamine on the shelf. That's a good call. What DeMay said with, uh, with Pilex is a, a nice double dipper for you right here because Pilex is a, a fairly good option to go after Dallas grass in cool season grasses. Um, the other thing I would add 
to that would would actually be would be two more products, right? And again, sticker shock on price would would is is going to make your head hurt. But uh, as far as the 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 longevity that this would last you, you know, we're talking uh, dozens of seasons here. And so it would be. Uh, I would also add quinclorac to your to your shelf, and I would also add either sulfentrazone or halosulfuron to your shelf, preferably sulfentrazone. And that kind of combination there of the Pilex uh, quinclorac, also known as Drive, and uh, and sulfentrazone as a tank mix, where you're using each active ingredient in the tank as one application is one hell of a lethal combo that will be very successful for broadleaf weeds during the summer, against perennial grasses during the summer, and against your sedges, your water grass that you deal with during the summer. Now, back to what DeMay said about Speed Zone. Speed Zone is great because that will tackle your broadleaf issues during your spring and fall part of the season, right? So unfortunately, there's not a single product that would cover you for the duration of the season and the complexity of the weeds that you'll be dealing with in the transition zone. But between those four AIs, one tank mix of Pilex, Sulfentrazone, and Quinclorac, and uh, as a separate product in and of itself, the Speed Zone, which is a combination product of 2,4-D, Carfentrazone, uh, Dicamba, and Mechaprop, I believe Mechaprop, um, you are pretty much covered against anything you would face out there. Um, there's, again, some rules here that you would have to violate, like if you're dealing with buttonweed, which chances are you're going to have to deal with buttonweed up there, you got to dip back to the speed zone. Um, but if you're dealing with just grasses, that you know, weeds that appear to be grass-like during the summer, uh, then you, know, you can stick with your Pilex, Sulfentrazone, and, and uh, Quinclorac app. So, I hate to overcomplicate things for you, but it's that is a pretty rudimentary, broad spectrum approach to weed management. What direction would you go, Ray? I think uh, you, you, the two of you, just read my mind because <laughs> if I think Dallas grass in a cool season lawn, my first thought goes to burning it out with a combination of sulfentrazone and Pilex. That's where I go. I also keep sulfentrazone around for what I presume is some kind of a annual sedge that is not purple nut sedge because how much purple nut sedge do you all have in the St. Louis, Missouri area? And the reason why I ask is because a lot. purple nut... Okay, purple now, Matt, not yellow, purple. Yes, yes, you will definitely see it in the St. Louis area. Okay, because if somebody, how bad is your sedge or your water grass? How bad is it? It's um, my biggest problem in the front yard. Okay, because in that case, at least, for the first couple years of your program, I would have to add one more chemical to the shelf, and that would be either the halosulfuron or celeril. Or else celeril. One of those two, because if you have sulfentrazone, 
What that does to Purple Nutsedge is it'll temporarily burn off the tops. But it's highly suggested that you keep in the program something that goes through the soil and the roots. And that, for example, is what Celerol or Imezosulfuron excels at. Celero is very good at going into the soil and killing the nut sedge on a deeper level. And if you have any questions, I suggest you refer to Matt's whiteboard presentation on nut sedge control. Because uh, that's where he kind of lines out an actual program that's safe for use in cool season lawns that will serve to eventually reduce that nut sedge down to a very minimal level. Okay. Okay. Did we overload you? <laughs> oh, yeah, at least a little bit. It, 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 Here, listen. Is, here's is a, your hair let, on fire? Just, is your hair on just, fire? <laughs> let's just let's just dumb this down for a second and say this. Find somebody if 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 this is really an issue with the crabgrass piece. Uh, my my strong recommendation would be find somebody to split that Pilex with or buy it yourself, and find somebody after the fact. I would I would get that in the arsenal sooner or later. All the other stuff you can pick up off the shelf at Home Depot. That's something that you're gonna have to order in. You'll you'll live okay for the time being. If that's your biggest one on the block, the Queen Clorac thing, you could buy that. That could be your second option. It's obviously a lot lower cost, uh, but your timing's got to be super on point to get that crabgrass real early, like before you can really see it almost. So, all that being said, start there and then, you know, uh, work your way up to some of the other ones. Anybody else have any other thoughts? I just want to get them started. No, okay. JP, uh, link the presentation real quick and. and- one second, Rain. I'll let you talk. Um, uh, sir, can you see the chat right now? Um, let me pull it back up. I, uh, Man, look at Matt Martin. Look at yeah. how. Look at that. <laughs> you had a full head of hair and you're covering up with a hat, you piece of shit. We don't need to watch this. Call, I options. Okay. Let's okay. jump right in. I'll throw this into the chat and uh, you go to the lawn discord.com the lawn D I S C O R D.com. That'll take you over to the lawn forum discord. And, uh, and it's a great place to uh, bounce ideas. There's, there's a lot of people in there that, you know, you're going to see wild ranges of experience, people that are in the same boat as you all the way up to people that have been doing this for 20, 30 years. And, uh, and so anyway, it's a, it's, it's a live running chat where, you know, if you get overwhelmed or you're unsure about something and you know, you got cold feet before you want to, before you want to pull the trigger on something, then I highly recommend you, uh, uh, join up over there. It's free and, um, yeah, become, become part of the community. Sounds good. Yeah. We appreciate the call, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Go Browns and, uh, yeah, I'm a former Stark County, Ohio <laughs> guy, so uh, always okay. enjoy a fellow Ohioan. Northeast Ohio here, born and raised. All these there we go. Canadians, man. Tell you, hey, All right, have a snowball, Matt. Bye, man. Thank you for calling. 
Maybe I should just make you move to Ohio to do that whole thing. We get you off the grid in Ohio, Matt. There's some places. I told you, I'm, I'm off the grid in Ohio. Yeah, I get you off the grid in Ohio, and I will, I will buy. I'll do everything Jeremy Pruitt didn't do to get you that national championship while you're gone. Oh, buddy, <laughs> feels like there wasn't much he wouldn't do. wasn't There wasn't a whole lot he wouldn't do, but I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, Browns holding on to old UT pass. We got a caller here. Yeah, they are kind of. Caller, you're live. Hello? Caller? Hello? Hello? Uh, am I live, Matt? You are? Y- yes, you are. And uh, and I, I hate my lawn. Hey, I am. Uh, I... I wasn't going to say who I was. I just have a broad <laughs> statement for everybody that's on the Discord that's going to uh, that's going to jo- join the tournament. You're dealing okay. with. I've spent I've spelt uh, spelt more money on uh, spilt feature from nation to nation, from Texas wide, Texas wide. You're talking to an iron spraying, real cutting, ear engraving. Celsius Sprayton, son of a gun. Woo! You want to come at you, me to fucking Discord? And whenever it comes tournament time, let's fucking go, baby. Hey, I've got a hard time <laughs> holding back these uh, these uh, backlaps down. If you want to beat the man, you got to be the man. Demay, I got one question. Go ahead. Are you going to do a five-hour backlap? I need you to do a five-hour backlap. I can do I a five-hour backlap. Give your mower the code red. Order the code red. Code red, right? Matt's now. never seen that. Demay, wait, Demay, Matt's, Matt's never seen that. Go ahead, go ahead. Burger and a boner. <laughs> I don't know. Tell me. You're not giving me a hamburger right now. Out. <laughs> he went and got that expensive ass bottle of stag and Bartons today that he stood in a line a hundred a hundred deep. He said, "You know what? Today's not a natty day. Today is not natter day. It is it's whiskey day." Kudos to love my lawn. That was that was fantastic. <laughs> Somebody just posted the Ric Flair meme. Uh, <laughs> That was priceless. Um, hey, don't <laughs> worry about following up with that. Uh, 304-80 grass, 304-804-7277. Call in. Make fun of us. Uh, tell a joke. Uh, ask a serious question. We, we don't mind. We will try our best to answer as coherently as possible. And, again, I apologize. Old, old boy in St. Louis there, he, uh, he's like, if you had to pick one product, Eight products later, eight products later, we're like, I think we got it covered. Wait, there's more. (laughs) But wait, there's more. You know what we should do? You know what we should do? We should we should do the herbicide of month club. Herbicide of the month club. (laughs) Uh, Call it your life of the month. Nick, what are you doing? What's up? Who is this? This is Nick. Listen to him. Uh, it is, I'll give you a hint. It is, uh, it is 
3.55 a.m. There you go. Oh, this is Robert Palmer. Oh, it's Palmer! Hey, hey Palmer, hey! From Deutschland. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. From if Deutschland. It was if there was a Spinelli's right in Germany, <laughs> it'd still be open for another hour and five minutes, brother. They'd still be open for another hour and five minutes, brother. Yeah, about three pieces on the way, I promise you. <laughs> hey, what is... I'm, I'm, I thought this is a you serious were... question. Serious question. Serious question. What is the pizza situation in Germany? I'm very curious. That's a good question. I mean, it's dope. It's different. Uh, they usually go for the salami over the pepperoni, which is a nice, <sighs> it's a nice, it's a nice uh, taste. They, they're traditionally smaller, though. Like, they're like an oversized, they're like an oversized uh, personal pan pizza kind of thingamajigging. Ah. Uh, they're cool. There's I no, like there's no, like, 18 inch pie that you have to fold over and eat and yeah okay it's, nah, it's smaller nah, nah. i mean you can get them but you can get a liter of that's not how they come so you get a, a a smaller size pizza with an entire fucking liter of beer to wash it down with that makes good go. sense there it is that that that's where it's at you know a wheat so beer it's a it's a that. that's the, yeah the <laughs> yeah, the the beer to pizza ratio is vastly different in the Deutschland apparently. So, <laughs> so hey, listen, lay it out for us. I, you got a lot of stuff going on, but let's let's talk about the lawn for a second. Things you're excited for coming into 2022. I'm excited to see what the heck this soil test says, man. Like, so where'd you, you send know, it? I, I've literally picked uh, uh, AgroLab. I think that's what it's called. AgroLab? Yeah, it's AgroLab. Um, oh. It's in Germany. It's a lab in Germany. It off the yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they use the Malik 3 method. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to see what that says. I, I pulled four different zones, front, back, side, and my garden, like, flower bed area. And, uh, yeah, I'm just I'm interested to see what that says. I picked all three of you, your brains the, the shit out of your brains yesterday. <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> With the whole, you know, I think it's worth even talking about tonight a little bit, if you guys don't mind, where I kept well, thinking hey. that I found this. Go ahead. I was going to say, this is a good segue, because we had a question from a viewer on the chat, and I mentioned you okay. briefly. I'm going to ask the this one question for you. I think Ray and, and Matt can elaborate on this. So first of all, I'll say this. Uh, Matt, Robert asked me about Dynamic from our friends at Helena. Now listen, you're not going to find two bigger fans of Dynamic than Matt and I. Ray, I think he could take her to leave it. I think he could take her to leave it. But Ray, why don't you explain a little bit. Uh, here's two questions for you. And, and Robert asked mm -hmm. some good ones. When would you use an organosilicone? Right, surfactant like uh, dynamic versus using a basic non-ionic surfactant, and what are the advantages and disadvantages of both of those? Timing-wise, when would you use one versus the other? Start there. Okay, I would use a silicone modified surfactant in instances where I want my spray to thoroughly cover whatever I'm applying to, and I also want a very fast dry time. That's when I'd use it. Conversely, 
I would use a plain, cheap, non-ionic surfactant if I need to get a certain degree of coverage of the leaf surface, but I'm working under conditions where I need to avoid overpenetration of the active ingredient, or I'm working on grass that is otherwise tender. Because, true story, I actually have fried lawns when I use something like my favorite mesylated seed oil-based surfactant when the grass is particularly soft. Hmm. Now, the other and, question that Robert asked... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. And when I say soft grass... I'm talking about grass that is green, uh, growing fast, and hasn't hardened off very much. Uh, one of my uh, one of my mentors here calls that grass uh, that kind of grass pussy soft. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd get it, Ryan. I knew you'd get it. Yeah, that's that's quite <laughs> soft indeed. So, okay, so the other question that Robert asked that I thought was important for for Ray to jam on here, and Matt, throw in here if, you, if you'd like, but you get certain products that have a surfactant in them. And I believe the one that uh, Robert was talking about was, you know, a uh, something like a Ranger Pro, right, or a Roundup Pro that's that's got surfactant built into it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. lots of other lots of other herbicides nowadays do. What are the risks you run versus, you know, having to jar test versus not having to jar test? How do those particular surfactants that we just talked about, the organosilicone and then um, a regular non-ionic surfactant, how do those play with some of the pre-blended surfactants that are in these products? Okay. Here's the thing about adding more surfactant to something like glyphosate that already has a surfactant. The surfactant that is added to the formulation by the manufacturer is normally intended to improve the rain fastness of the glyphosate. But if you add the wrong kind of surfactant or more surfactant, what can happen is you then break that formulation and that glyphosate is no longer rain fast. Or if, for example, you add something to that glyphosate formulation that has a lot of oils in it, like some kind of a mesylated seed oil or crop oil-based surfactant, then what happens is the oil will literally get in the way of the glyphosate penetrating the weed. Because do you know what my dream formulation of glyphosate would be? But I know I it'll never be made. This. I can't no, wait to hear what, this. No, what I would want, no, what I would want out of glyphosate Nap- is can, no, can you imagine isooctyl ester glyphosate? <laughs> Just like isooctyl no, ester 24D. That would make it, it oil right, soluble that's- though. <laughs> That's and, what I. That's what, what? That's a, I. That would be I my dream formulation for glyphosate. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought Go that ahead, methyl ester. I thought that methyl ester was uh, and and here's and, and, and this is for everyone that's listening right now. You know, I, I was looking mm-hmm. for an ester-based surfactant. I don't even think that exists. Mm-hmm. But and the reason why I wanted an ester-based surfactant was because I was just remembering like. You want ester-based herbicides when you're dealing with low temps and you're trying to still get rid of some type of weeds. Now, here mm-hmm. in Germany, I'm dealing with warm season grow zone, but I have a cool season lawn that I'm trying to kill off and completely reseed. And I want to increase my odds of success by pulling that trigger as early as possible. So what I was trying to find was something that was going to help spike in the tank additional to AMS and a cool the four-way that I found out here in Germany. So I was literally just searching for, like, an ester-based surfactant, um, and then they hmm. quickly educated me and let me know that, hey, that's not necessarily what that is, but it's still a really cool tool that you can have in your toolbox. And that was super helpful for me in you know, I'm going to pass on the methyl ester, which is not an ester-based surfactant as I thought it was, the the dynamic. Uh, and I'm just going to go with the AMS with this uh, interesting four-way blend that they have out here along with uh, uh, the glyphosate uh, that I've got my hands on and, and run with that. And I'm, and I'm probably going to pull the trick. It's weather-dependent, but it looks like I'll – I mean, if this weather keeps up the way it is, it's, it's – it's irregularly warm right now where I'm at. Like today, well, was it today? Yeah, today it was almost 60 degrees. Like I had on the jacket and I got like hot flashes. I had to take it off. So if that if that keeps up, I should be able to go for it in March. Um, in my area, I'm still uh, I got a frost uh, danger of frost up until like mid April, um, but it. it you know, the more and more research I do and the digging that I'm doing, I could start applications as early as maybe mid-March and then just, mm. you know, ride that wave in for about five to six weeks, which will put me in a really good position coming into late April, early May to reseed and be established before the weather turns as quickly as mid-August. So that's what I'm working with, and I just, you know, I don't have a lot of time. I don't have a huge window, so it's like, don't jack this up, and, you know. And <laughs> and due to the HOA that I'm currently habitating in, I, I've gotten a lot of exceptions <laughs> to their rules out here to do what I'm doing. <laughs> and if I don't, if I don't perform. Uh, they may reconsider a lot of these exceptions they've given me. Uh, so, <laughs> so it's like. I'm super. All their uh, emails and they're all like, "Fuck this guy again!" God, jeez. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm all the way in the red zone, um, and they're tired of hearing from me. And you know, the last time they heard from me, they, I, you know, I was trying to get bees out here, and they was like, "Nah, you can't have bees," which is crazy, bees. but you know, whatever. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. Guys, I you know I appreciate your help the other day while I was game planning. We'll we'll walk the dog on it when I come back sometime in the spring and uh, share the blend that I picked. Right now I'm I'm on the hunt for a real mower. Um, I want to buy a German made, uh, fashioned manual real mower. Specifically, manual I know of a good brand. 
I know of a good brand. Look, look for the Brill. Look for the Brill manual reel mower. That's uh, the standard brand in Germany. What's that? Say it again. Brill. B R I L L. R E R I L L. Okay. All right. Cool. I'll check it out. Okay. Look. Brill look for that. Luxus. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm only one. dealing with like what is that? Uh, I got like twenty three hundred square feet, so I could easily manually push that. But on top of that, I got a baby on the way that could be due any moment now. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You'll be here any day, so like buying a electric or gas powered, which I can't use gas powered, so it'd have to be an electric real mower. Um, you know, that's pretty pricey. So you know, I just get some extra PT and manual real mowing joker. If not, then I'll just drop the deck deck as low as possible and uh, keep it clean until I can get what I really need, um, and then I can start, you know, really designing how I want the landscape laid out. My man Cam from Elevated Landscapes, he was like, yo, just focus on getting the grass in first and then hardscape, landscape, everything out after that. So that's what I'm going to do. Especially with a baby on the way, because whatever you plan, I guarantee you, you can (laughs) rumple it up into a ball, set it on fire, and throw the ashes over your shoulder because that's about how steadfast your plans are going to be. Exactly. I've accepted that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I no hope you that. have a very, very happy new year and nothing but uh, peace and prosperity for 2022, sir. You too, good sir, kind sir. Uh, good news, right? I have officially like started editing Lawns with Attitudes. I knew I said I'd have it out by the new year. That obviously isn't going to happen. But uh, I'll have it out before Matt, so that's good. (laughs) Truth. (laughs) Challenge. (laughs) You win that one. Oh, Oh, man. (laughs) I think think we lost that call. Uh, Okay. All right. I think think we're going to be we're going to be dialing out now. I want to order some German pizza. Look at this. Hello? Hello? Motherfucking Bowman. What's up, guys? What are you doing? <laughs> hey. All right, how are you? Sorry for the bad words. I'm all I'm all amped up. On he's on, he's on speaker and, and his entire family's in front of him. It's okay. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, my question was on my pH level, my soil, and maybe how I can get it lower. Um, it's at a 7.8, mm. and my calcium is mm-hmm. through the roof at uh, 4,000 or yeah, 4,492 parts per million. That's not high. It sh- it, well, it should. Tony, where are you located? Spectrum. I'm in Canada with you. In Ohio. Just south of, just south of Dayton, Ryan. Just south of Dayton. Okay, yeah. 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 Okay, oh, like that Kettering or something? Now. Kettering's uh, uh, east of Dayton, Matt. Don't worry about that. Oh, my bad. My bad. He's going to be some like Miamisburg, 
Springboro, Middletown, Mason, yeah. like go, going down that way. So that sounds if you're, frightening. If you're hard water, hard water, yeah. Ryan, and it, and mm-hmm. it uh, goes in my irrigation system. Perfect. So, like, yeah. Um, what what would you do in that case? Well, we're gonna set you up here with a race special because uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Daniel from the Lawn Stripes. He was on one of the one of the first burnup returns we did. I mean, probably one of the first five, maybe guys. Or not burnout returns, mm-hmm. excuse me, Thirsty Thursdays. And uh, Thursday. he he was very successful at lowering his pH and keeping it down. So, Ray, why don't you run down for Tony kind of what Daniel did? Because he was he's not far. He is, uh, j- Tony, just for reference, he is, uh, don't quote me on this, Claremont County, so like Batavia area, you know, not too far from you. Okay. So, all right, yeah. go on. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Here's what Daniel did. Daniel applied five pounds of elemental sulfur in the fall. And then in the sprint next spring, he started applying citric acid as a liquid at the rate of one pound dissolved in enough water to spray and then watered in per thousand square feet. And that got repeated monthly. And then this guy, Ben Ben Brinkman, the lawn guardian, he also went on that same program too because he had soil pH, I think was, he's 7.82, isn't he? If I remember rightly, he had that 7.8 soil pH as well. And he put it, put his lawn on the same program and got his soil peach down to a more sane level. So that's kind of what I do. And it's, I mean, it it sounds, it sounds wild, but you know, here in Ohio, it it is always going to be tough to manipulate pH, but because of what you said, because our water is a depositor, our soils from the parent material that uh, the glacial till that makes up your soils comes from is going to be naturally high in ph so you are you are always and forever on a maintenance program and you know Mm -hmm. daniel has found what's worked for him and obviously a lot of people would be like holy shit that's pretty intense and that's kind of where you're at i mean I, i i hate to say that there's no like easy button there's no like in between that you can be like well you know i'll do a few less apps. I mean, you're just you're just not going to get there. So you really have to be committed and all in on something like that if you really want to manipulate that and manage it uh, in in what would be a more optimal range. Uh, and again, it's just, it, it's really up to you. Do you feel like? Here's my question for you: Is you know how is the turf performing overall right now, given that you have a 7.8 pH? Because there's there's turf all over Ohio that has. 7.5 and above that is actually not bad it, it, it's it's maintained really well and, and it looks great so i'm just curious of how you think I mean, you're doing. yeah i mean overall it's the best lawn on my street <laughs> Zapow. But, yeah uh, okay i think but as you lower been... your soil ph you'll notice um you'll probably get more color response out of it with less um 
just because you know you're 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 going to be increasing micronutrient availability the, the lower you take that right and uh, probably also what you'll see is as you make citric acid applications and elemental sulfur applications uh, uh you know towards the latter part of the season just those applications alone will likely give you a color response because of the solubilization uh that will occur by continually applying that acid so it how, should how make things elemental easier sulfur how much elemental sulfur is too much in one year if if it's Ooh. like say i'm eight eight thousand square foot lawn what do you say 10 depends on if you're irrigated or not yeah it depends yeah, on if you're irrigated or not too because, it's irrigated because okay, okay if so it's, it's irrigated, irrigated you can safely apply uh my more preferred program of say two and a half pounds per month that your irrigation is on per thousand square foot if it's irrigated because if it's not irrigated, then I tell people to keep it at no more than five pounds per thousand square foot applied one time a year. Okay. But because you're on irrigation, you can apply more. And if you're on irrigation, you can also up your citric acid to one one pound application every two weeks you can get pretty intense with it and drive your ph down rather low rather fast and there's one more benefit that i that i can see from lowering your ph to seven or lower in that there are certain lung diseases that are less likely at that lower pH. Because I noticed that lawns get hit with certain diseases more often when they're being forced, the lawn is being forced to grow on a pH over seven. So, you know, there, there's benefits, and that's kind of like where I or why I would even pull the trigger on a soil pH management program, Matt, is if the lawn is getting hit by diseases. That would cause me to actually look at the soil pH very hard. And also, I don't, I can't remember if it was said or not, don't apply more than, say, five pounds per thousand square feet at a time of uh, elemental sulfur. Um, yeah, because please elemental don't. sulfur is going to become sulfuric acid and too high of a concentration of sulfuric acid in the soil is very uh, corrosive and uh, applying corrosive materials in excess to your root system is uh, is brutal. Don't. So, again, moderate applications, yeah. you can be a little bit more aggressive with the frequency of your citric acid because it's very soluble. It's not it's a weak acid and. Uh, and so, you know, you can let that handle that initial buffering while your sulfuric acid kind of does the long-term dirty work as it slowly converts over into sulfuric acid a little at a time. Does, it, does that make sense? Kind of complicated that. Yeah. Yeah. 
So you know, we right. posted a bunch of videos in the chat for you there. Um, take take a look at those. I think uh, both Daniel and uh, and Ben um, outlined the program they ran really well. And and you know we're talking about losing, you know, dropping half a pH point in a season. And I'll tell you that's really good. Um, as far as your calcium levels, as you reduce your soil pH with acid. Um, it will reduce your calcium levels uh, because that will solubilize and leach out of your root zone. Um, so don't stress about that. Like when you need to worry about, well, you never really need to worry about your calcium levels um, at all, ever. Uh, but to put it into perspective, like if you think 4,000 parts per million is high, um, our friends in Texas are dealing with, you know, 15,000 to 20,000 to 30,000 parts per million of. Uh, of calcium in their soil. So that is a high number that creates a different <laughs> set of management issues. Um, 4,000 is, wow, it appears to be high. And yes, on your soil test, when you look at it, it'll be you know right there off the chart on the high end of things. Uh, but it's honestly nothing to get excited about or worry about at all. It could be worse. Okay. It could be far worse because uh, guys in Texas, uh, over 10,000. And by the way, we can see over 10,000 here in Hawaii if the turf is growing on a coral base. <laughs> so, yeah, four is not, is not that bad. <laughs> Sounds good. About Thanks them, for uh, answering my question. Absolutely. Awesome. Tony, Tony. Yeah. Do me a favor and have a damn good new year, sir. <laughs> hey, you too, guys. You too, Matt. All right. We appreciate you, sir. We'll catch you on the flip side. All right. Thank you. There we go. Another one in the books. Um, real quick, I'm going to plug our upcoming schedule, um, our January lineup for Thirsty Thursday. Uh, next week, we have Timmy Bluegrass who's coming on our favorite sommelier. Um, after that, we've got Ken with Polo's Lawn and Landscapes out of Louisville, Kentucky. Um, who we got to hang out with at the GIE. We had a damn good time. I don't know if Polo had as much fun as I did. Um, I don't know. Maybe he did. But uh, I, de I, I definitely had a lot to drink then. Um. <laughs> But it was a good time. I had a really good time hanging out with you, Ken. It was a good time. Uh, and then after that, we've got Ollie Pool coming up. Uh, that should make for some some good content because uh, Ollie and I have a history. And you know what? We're going to set aside our differences and come on and have an honest conversation. So that should be a lot of fun. And then uh, and then we've got PJ with Girls Lawn. We have our first female guest, and it's good to see uh other uh women getting involved in the green industry and coming on the show and hopefully we'll be able to uh unpack some things there and share some good information so hey january is in the books and we've got an exciting cast to get to if you would like to call into the show and talk to us right now uh demay has been restocking on beers but i believe he's back feel free to give us a call right now <laughs> yeah right now we are doing this live this is true not scripted uh, 304-804-7277. Um, we'll put you on air. And again, you can say whatever you want to say. You can tell us we're idiots. Uh, you can, <laughs> you can tell us you enjoy the content. 
You can ask questions. Uh, you can ask rudimentary questions. You can ask highly advanced questions. And I don't know, we may, may not be able to help, but uh, we'll, we'll at least have an opinion on something. At least I, well, I'm very opinionated. Like oxides. Yeah. Uh, if you oh. did not catch that, what we have been doing is chopping apart the Burn and Return uh, podcast. And if you have not checked out Burn and Return podcast, I highly recommend it. It posts live every Wednesday. And for the patrons, it, we do a live recording every Sunday evening at uh, patreon.com forward slash burn and return. And, uh, and, you know, we cover news from the green industry. And it's a lot, a lot of crazy uh, deep dives into the behind the scenes of the industry and how that affects more so. Uh, I, um, how that affects more so the uh, product availability, how it affects uh, you know running a business, and uh, yeah, we we definitely enjoy that. It's a lot of fun. We had another call. Caller, you are live. What up, fellas? What are you doing? Uh, I, I didn't know if I was going to call in, but I thought uh, I'll do it. I'll do it. You're here. It's now. Right now. Right. Yeah. What's that? Right here, right now. Yes, sir. Sing a song about that, Ray. <laughs> uh, actually, I got a question for Demay and Ray. I don't know how oh, long shit. you guys have known have known Matt, but I'm just I want to throw out a hypothetical situation here. <laughs> Would you say? Or would you think this about Matt? Would you say Matt's the kind, the kind of guy that would go out of his way and and out of the blue not know you and say, hey, you know what? I'll meet with you. Just because, you know, I'm that kind of guy. And, oh, absolutely. And you meet with him. Totally. Totally. And, and again, this is hypothetical. Totally. Hypothetical. Mm-hmm. And so, you, you know, you meet with him and he, and he gives you all these nuggets of information that I, you want to write down. But again, that Southern hospitality, Matt would say, hypothetically, Matt would say, you know what? You don't have to write that down. I got it. <laughs> and so you go through this meeting, get all this great information. And just, I guess, let, let's say hypothetically, those notes got burnt. <laughs> In a shed fire, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, or, or you know, maybe roasted some marshmallows, or maybe you use the notes to light the fire to to roast the marshmallows. That's it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> We've been there. Okay. Do, it, would you would you even think that that would be Matt? I mean, I know, but I'm wondering what you guys think. Check check your screen. <laughs> check your screen. <laughs> <laughs> Check your screen. <laughs> now, see, I actually, Listen. I actually had probably some good questions, but I'm trying to save them for, you know, March or whenever. No, it's listen. I will say this is I, I've known Matt for oh three or four years now, and um, you know, the reason that we hit it off is that in personality terms, we are very much the same person. We are both. Uh, a highly extroverted, we have an insatiable need to know, 
and we are not afraid to go out and ask people what we don't know. And that means having lots of very forward, very awkward conversations at times with people. And, you know, it, 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 but it opens up a lot of doors. I mean, I will say that, that, you know, the, it was uh, happenstance that we got together on one of those calls, just like you described. And it was like, hey, like, there's a lot that we agree and disagree on here. We should keep talking. And we just have. We haven't stopped. And now we have people that watch us talk because we're also exhibitionists, apparently. I, I mean, I think. Right. right. You should. You showed your chest hair before I did, Matthew. All right. I don't want to. Hey, big dog showed his chest hair first. Y'all don't know. No, nah, big dog didn't have any to show. But, <laughs> but listen, seriously, seriously, it's the Korean in you. I get it. That's it. This is this is not. I I will say this that you know we even today, we took a lot of heat. We 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 did from some things that we posted, some opinions, some takes, whatever. And I will say this is that, um. Matt, Ray, and myself, as good as we are to talk on here and have conversations and everything like that, what you see is what you get. Like, this is the genuine article. This is how we talk and converse with each other. It's just how it happens that we put it live on camera. But there's a lot that we disagree on, but we can do so respectfully. We can do so without getting our feelings hurt. And never is there a sense that, uh, well, because of what that person said, he's a you know he's a this or that he's an asshole he's a piece of shit what like never have ever felt this way because i respect these guys deeply respect what they do know that they might have a different way of doing it might that know that they have a different way of thinking about it and you know what i know they got it i know they got it and so i wish there was more of that um in and amongst the people that watch listen participate um whatever i wish there was more of that that we just you know the 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 dividing line between respecting somebody's opinion and disagreeing with it doesn't necessarily mean that uh you think they're a piece of shit so with that matt ray i love you i'm gonna go uh i don't know touch myself i think i don't know uh well big dog i was i was holding up i was holding up the the notebook uh in front of the camera and uh i'll i'll take i'll take some pictures and send it to you and uh, i'll make sure they're clear and you can read them no i know you uh i know you got uh well the top secret not secret factory going on so i know you've been busy with that uh hey, and did to you what have fun the oh man it was it was great was we had a good time it was great i we i mean at least every couple of years we we get there um again normally it may be pigeon forge or you know somewhere this is the first time we actually stayed in in knoxville and it just again that was my wife's idea so it, it just worked out well whenever you want to come back just know we'll get together again hey next time next time next time let's go let's go to the chop house Let's go to the chop house yeah. in Pigeon Forge, have some meat, drink a whiskey, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll set that place on fire. Oh yeah, that's the plan. And I I didn't even think 
at the time, because I was so wrapped up into what I'm going to ask, what information, I just I completely spaced Jay Pink, which I feel like a huge piece of iron oxide right now, because uh, I should have <laughs> tracked down Jay Pink Yikes. also. <laughs> Hot takes. Uh, you saw the only person worth seeing in Knoxville. No, 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 no. And to, and to what DeMay was saying earlier, I just want to say from, from the outside looking in, that's one thing that I'm pretty sure all of us that are here every week respect out of you guys is, is the first time if somebody disagrees or has another opinion or whatever, you guys, this first thought is, well, well let's have a conversation about it and not what a lot of other so, people seem to take. Really appreciate that. That's uh, that's how we learn. That's how we get better. That's how we figure out what we know, what we don't know. And if you're like us, like I said, you have this insatiable need to know. And I think that's one of the common threads with a lot of the people that listen here frequently or loyally is that, hey, there's always a way to do better. There's always a way to learn more. And you know, the minute that you dig your heels in and become entrenched in your views, especially in something as rapidly evolving as lawn care, because remember, the only thing that happens quickly in lawn care is crop failure. Uh, that <laughs> you will get rolled. You will lose grass, lose your job, uh, lose your shed, and something bad lose will happen. Client. So lose. Well, I mean, when somebody tries, when somebody tries to pay you butt ass naked, Matt. Sometimes you got to fire the client. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> sometimes you got. Sometimes you got to be the one to say, "Hey, listen, it's not me." It's you, and I'm getting the fuck up one out of here. <laughs> I can't believe because that guy acted like he was <laughs> deaf to sell that. I mean, that's a, that is a sham in and of itself. How are you going to pretend hey, like you're I mean, deaf? To get, you mean, at you least Matt, he, he pretended. At least he pretended because my experience is somebody reaches out their hand the wrong way, and I end Here's up a, grabbing, that, grabbing that hand. Little, and little thumb rub, yanking little that thumb rub. bitch into the wall. One of those. Okay. I mean, he just got judo flipped into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I tried to get someone to play the old man tonight, but nobody took me up. I, I knew Lushy would, but I, nobody, nobody took it up. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, hey, seriously though, we we love the feedback. Um, you know, uh, seriously, the support, everything we get from people like yourself that listen here frequently. And are loyal. We love it. We're we still can't. I don't. I don't think we can quite comprehend that people listen to this drivel sometimes. I know Matt and Ray <laughs> have said as as much, but we appreciate it sincerely. It's been a great year. I'm just getting on here and talking with these guys. And hey, man, we get to do it the whole year of 2022. So lots more people to piss off, Matt and Ray. Can't That's wait. Right. <laughs> big big dog. Have a very, very happy new year, sir. And I wish you nothing but peace and prosperity. And uh, good luck to uh, kicking off on your new venture in 2022. Because no, we're, we're here to support you however we can. Absolutely. Appreciate it, fellas. Yes, sir. Have a good night. There we are. So that is, that is Big Dog. And, uh, and he did. He called. He's like, hey, man, I'm, uh, I'm headed to Knoxville. You want to get together? I was like, man, shit, yeah. I'm free that day. Let's do the <laughs> damn thing. He did. He came by the office and we sat down and we brainstormed for, I don't know, it was like a solid four and a half hours, you know? And it was one of those, like, 
I thought like maybe an hour and a half had gone by. And then you look at the clock and it was 1230. I was like, oh, holy shit. Oh, and, Lord. Uh, but, you know, I <laughs> look love at the, to hear the time. <laughs> yeah, another caller, gentlemen. Oh, boy. Uh, caller, oh, you boy. are live. I'm live? Yeah. All right. This is uh, Michael with Turfology. How we doing, gentlemen? Ah, <laughs> what are you doing? This guy. He can't stay away. This guy uh, right here. Our parked in my garage having a little bit of whiskey. What's um, up, guys? How's it going? Hanging out. Hey, what's up? Hey, hey. Uh, what is whiskey du jour this evening? What's that? What is the whiskey du jour this evening? Well, kind we've of got uh, we four, four options out here tonight. We've got some uh, some Jefferson's aged at sea, uh, like the ocean Ooh, that's brand. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, some Redemption High Rye, and Ooh, I a have a one. limited edition bottle of Maker's Mark One Hundred and One Proof. Ooh, ooh, oh! We're sleeping on bags of fertilizer tonight. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> Listen, we're we're not gonna have we're not gonna have a Goodwood repeat tonight, so that's all I'm saying. Well, hopefully you can start drinking at five o'clock in the afternoon like we did that day and not yeah, stop. It was like twelve. It was maybe one thirty. I hey, I I waited to five. I hit it pretty hard the night before. I I had to wait. Who's counting though? I yeah. Hey yeah. uh Tanner, how did you recover from uh, from the COVID? You you back to one hundred percent? I'm back to one hundred percent. I mean, it sucked dick, but I mean, it wasn't. It just for me, honestly, it just felt like a really bad cold. I mean, just chills, fever, like the night that you guys had the show is probably honestly when I felt my worst. Um, but I mean, it. I got lucky. I mean, I didn't really have super super bad cough or anything. But I mean, I'm back to one hundred percent. It's probably just rough for about four or five days and. And I'm back at it. Back That's at the good. whiskey. You know, good yeah, for you. When when good for you, man. Good, healthy young chap. You know, it puts him down for a couple of days. And you know what? What is the first thing you do when you when you're feeling spunky again? You pick up a bottle you, you of whiskey. <laughs> Matt, in another time, you know what my cold remedy was? Uh, a hot toddy. Mm, forget the toddy. Forget the toddy, straight for straight for the uh, Glenlivet. Yeah, oh boy, Glenlivet yeah. single malt. Scotch. <laughs> just, but but just, you know you know what the problem is, flushing ever it out since, of you. No, ever since I quit drinking, that you know? is when I started getting super sick. Ever since I cut off the alcohol, that's when I got pneumonia. Hey, no. So there really what we need to what what I need to do then I'm going to I'm going to quit my job and I'll go get my PhD and I'll find a bunch of functional alcoholics so we can study you know their uh, their disease and their immunity levels to different diseases this sounds you found like a couple. good <laughs> <laughs> Listen I work in the turf I work in the turf industry I want it to go far they're going to be like you know all these guys mow grass and they all have you know heavy drinking habits huh well Stands to reason here, guys. I mean, I don't have to go very, very far. So, listen, hey, that uh, the, the uh, response that I got from the your episode was quite interesting. I had a bunch of people 
reaching out to me over that following week talking about freaked out about the army worm thing and i was curious like after you guys got to jam on that a little bit not necessarily what product you're going to select and all that kind of stuff but do you think it's something that you're going to go to your customers and be like listen like it's either a choice or you don't have a choice we're going to treat for this because we're not getting our dicks rammed in the ground i had a bunch of people call and say hey what do you do you think i'm thinking the same thing these guys are thinking basically what should i do and i said i you know it depends on where you're at so i was curious what you guys thought about it after you talked so i think we're going to treat for it regardless um so tanner and i went golfing was like three weeks ago probably yeah. one of the nice days that we had and i shit you not there was an army worm crawling across one of the greens so kind of, it, was a sign. No. it was a it's no. a fucking sign it's a sign it's no a, <laughs> the last no. two rock. he, he saw it and he was like, is that an army war? I, I didn't believe him and then we went and picked it up and sure as shit it was so they're yeah, getting they it were trying yeah they were they were going to try and crawl up your ass over winter there and then you know spawn in your customer's lawn because you had forsaken them in your uh, <laughs> thirsty thursday episode i'm pretty sure that's how yeah. it all played out in the universe but you stopped them and you said listen not this time right we don't negotiate with oh, terrorists or or army worms and we're gonna take not you today satan down. not today satan <laughs> <laughs> well it's good to hear that you guys you guys made that decision i mean that's obviously a big one for your business and Hopefully it's something you can use the market, right? Like in terms of just saying, hey, like everybody remembers what this, you know, what happened last August and September and October. We're not going to let that happen. And that's the reason that, you know, we have a superior program because we, you know, we understand the why. Yeah, because yeah, I, mean, I have I have a good one for you because otherwise. Heard uh, that. There, there's a situation where you're not ready. And the army worms come, and you know what I call that? Pee pee in the car door. <laughs> Slam. Wait. Oh, 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 wait. I I thought you were saying, like, I don't know, like, you were going to try and piss we, on your car door. Like, you know. That's <laughs> what I was thinking. I was like, no. is that a car door full of tinkle? I w- no. <laughs> I was, pic- I was no. picturing, like, Ray no, not having pee-pee access g- to a. <laughs> no, pee pee gets slammed in the car door. Are hey, we clear listen, now? This this, this is a, a good topic. This is a good question for these guys because these guys are pros. I mean, real pros. I want to oh, hear. I want to hear your best. I've got to piss, and I'm at a client's place, and I can't go anywhere else, and I got to go piss. So, your best piss story on the road, Matt Martin. Why don't you start? Um. Hey, I don't have anything too crazy, uh, but I will say, like, my favorite that I had was when I worked at True Green, um, I had a truck that you had a drain plug in your uh, dry fertilizer storage, right? And it was the perfect place that you could remove your spreader, uh, lock yourself in the in your in your dry storage and pee directly down that drain plug if you had adequate aim, and uh, and it was perfect because you had a a roving bathroom with you at all times. <laughs> now, this is one thing I want to make clear: when you are rolling up the hose, it doesn't matter if you peed ten minutes ago or ten hours ago. 
rolling up the hose, I always had to do I'm about to pee myself dance every time. And I'm curious, is that a me thing or is that an applicator in general thing? I think that's Matt, a you, you thing. That's a you thing. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I that's see what I thought he, what I thought he was going to say is well you know it makes me think of pee because my dick's so long I have an electric reel in my pelvis. That's what I thought he was going to say. <laughs> okay. Every time have, every time he gets a heart on he says I taste metal. Okay. Here's the kind of properties that I I typically work on. I have the kind of properties where there's normally an outside bathroom, okay, and it's not attached to the you know the house. It's it's the one where it's like, oh yeah, Ray, if you really gotta go, uh, it's that door, uh, that door on the side of the shed or whatever. So I don't have to do those kind of things, thankfully. What's yours, Jermaine? <laughs> now, see, I worked. I worked on the golf course, boys. So I was surrounded by million-dollar homes. Some, million dollar not home. very many. It, it was a lot of farmland that the golf course was built on, and there were, oh boy, a good handful of times that I thought I was safe. Like I thought, hey, you know, mm-hmm. in one of my usual spots, going, you know member in hand and somebody somebody got me you know walked up on me never had any major issues and i mean listen like you're outside it's the best place to go in the world i don't care who you are it's where nature intended us to go indoor indoor plumbing is a myth in this society right okay Mm -hmm. until you know a hundred years ago ray did you know here's my fun fact for the day ray did you know Mm -hmm. that until 1936 in this country, the most civilized and developed nation in the entire world in human history, until 1936, you had a choice to buy either splinter-free or non-splinter-free toilet paper. You had to pay more for the splinter-free. Imagine that. Yeah, I know about that. And uh, I do have a bad piece story that I didn't do, but I remember when I worked for a company... There was a call that came into the office because one of the guys on the mowing crew uh, thought he'd be okay to kind of uh, go up uh, underneath a window and, uh, you know, let it drain. Wrong. Wrong. Because apparently he. He unzipped and he was going and the person in the house saw it all. Uh, Michael, Tanner, do me a favor. In this upcoming 2022 season, when you do Mm -hmm. find the urge to be in your own property, uh, please do not stand on the window and knock on the grass while you're urinating. Um, But in the event (laughs) you do do that, a call us will bail you out. We got you. Yeah. All yeah. right. We we rock enclosed trailers now, so we don't we don't have that issue anymore. Good. But, yeah. <laughs> I have had you, some uh, close 
back before when I was uh, cutting grass when I did not have the luxury of an enclosed trailer and uh, wasn't sweating as much when you get, you know, you get your fall temperatures. Just, just still drink my caffeine every morning. And I've had a couple of close calls and uh, customers, you know, bushes and whatnot and places where I think I can't be seen and it uh, ends up that I can be seen. And uh, I've looked back and seen neighbors like, looking right at me and having to close their blinds and making an awkward eye contact. And uh, it's not a fun story to have to go back and uh, tell your boss that, um, you know, you might get a call, <laughs> you know, but. It's awkward when you make closer. eye contact and have to smile and wave midstream. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at that point, you just got to commit. Like, you just finish it out and, you know. Oh, you, you, you can't. Well. You can't. Can't cap it midstream. That's that's a horrible idea. <laughs> that's what happened to me. I was I was in a, a little risky subdivision in one of these towns that we're in. I mean, it's just surrounded by houses, and I had to piss so bad. And we were running like a, an F two fifty with like a three hundred gallon sprayer in the back, and uh, I had to pee, so I just opened up the door and I started doing my thing. And a cop drives by behind me, so I had to like pinch it off. But I'm in midstream, and you know we all run off of like straight caffeine and nicotine and that's pretty much what fuels my body throughout the day um <laughs> but i had to pick it off and i couldn't stop when i was already full stream so i ended up like pissing all down my leg and had to work the rest <laughs> of the day in my piss pain it was just not a fun it's not a fun day for me so that's when we got enclosed trailers uh the lawn care lifestyle is not a glamorous one and when i talk about that this is exactly what i'm talking about uh, gentlemen, y'all have a very, very happy new year and uh, wish you nothing but peace and prosperity and uh, check in with us as the season unfolds. And uh, let's 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 talk about what y'all got going on. Right on. Definitely, guys. Just real quick. I want to give uh, Michael a shout out. His uh, birthday is actually New oh, Year's man. Day. Um, so tomorrow on New Year's Ooh. Day, it'll be Michael's birthday. So I uh, just want to wish him a. Uh, Happy birthday. All right. Looking forward happy, to next year with him. Happy smurfing birthday, sir. Uh welcome to we're gonna pretend like you're turning 30. So uh welcome, welcome to 30, sir. Appreciate it. <laughs> Gentlemen, enjoy right, y'all's whiskey tonight and do the damn thing. You hear me? Y'all do. Appreciate it. All right, we'll talk to you. See you, gentlemen. There we go. Another successful call. Welcome back, Demay. Uh, uh, we're go- we're we are going to call s- someone right now. Hello, this is Paul. Uh, you're live. Unmute yourself, Demay. Can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you guys. Well, what are you doing? What are you I wearing? am standing in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Oh, are you, are you listening? Do I hear waves in the background? Is that what that is? That would be the ocean, Matt. Listen, Paul, I've got a lot of things going for me right now. You know what I don't have going for me is the ocean in the background, and I am highly, highly jealous. Nice weather there, too, right you now. 63, to, 63 degrees out there on the beach right now. It's quite nice, it's a little breezy, but it's quite nice. Mid seventies coming See, up this weekend. That's good. That is going to be the thing where, when I can get far away from that, I will be so happy. 
<laughs> Ray's trying to move on top of him. Ray's trying to get on top of a mountain. Oh no, you don't want wind. You don't want wind. What's the call? Ray's trying to get on top of a mountain woman. I know what he's doing. <laughs> what do you what do you got going on Paul? talk to us we called place. you we called you but we called you because you weren't able to get through but you know what we are we are equal opportunity here uh how, how you doing talk to us major award winner paul by the way that's right i'm yeah finally done with my my last app of the year so i'm, I'm taking the rest of the year off Look at this guy. Working ahead. Uh, bong rips and bitches for the rest of 2021. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The last 25 hours of it, Matthew. You got it. Yep. The 25 hour bender. Actually, actually, no. If he so if he worked at True Green, you know they'd be like, hey, we need you to go out and do another grand tomorrow. Come on. That's fine. You can do it. <laughs> come on. Yeah, come on. You can do it. You're you you don't need to take tomorrow off. You got 160,000 square feet. You're in a tight neighborhood. You, it's only a five-mile route. You got this. <laughs> hey, in, in a couple of weeks, we'll be pushing it out again. Man. Uh, it's that's, Oh, man. All right. Well, I don't. I don't want to do that. I'm not going to lie. I, there's a lot of things I miss about treating lawns, but uh, uh, I would say at the top of my list is uh, all of it. I, I don't miss I don't miss any of it as a matter of fact. <laughs> There's never a day that goes by that you're thinking, God, you know, really wish I could be behind an 80 pound. Let's go spreader right now. Just, you know, working through some gate, having some dog barking at me and a naked old man inside the house ready to pay me when I'm done. I mean, none of that ever occurs to you. No, having a hundred pounds <laughs> in an eighty-pound spreader pushing it through a uh, four and a half inch tall zoysia grass. Yeah, it it pops in my mind from time to time, and uh, I think to myself, never again. Uh, Paul, do we you deal with Nick, a fair Nick amount of zoysia? I, I ride a permagrain. Uh, he rides a permagrain. Yeah, I, I, I kind of ride permagrain. Tell Nick that. Uh, oh, but this is this is a cheap plug for Permagreen, by the way. Uh, thank you for sponsoring this video. Actually, just kidding, not a sponsor, but uh, uh Permagreen saved years of my life. And uh, Nick, you can go fuck yourself. Love you. <laughs> Sorry about that, Paul. Wow. <laughs> I love Nick too. <laughs> He's good people. He tries real hard. And we love him for it. He, he We're trying. He's my buddy. Uh, I mean, Nick, seriously. are you drinking tonight? I mean, uh, Paul, are you drinking tonight? Oh, absolutely. What What are you drinking tonight? What are you sipping on? Oh, just a little, a little Michelob Ultra. Oh, he's got the Mick Ultras. He's got the Gatorade of beers, ladies and gentlemen. No hangover. And he can go out there. He could run the marathon tomorrow. Or he can get out there and mad? get on that per. Get on that purple green, give us another 2,000. First or second 12 pack? <laughs> first. <laughs> wink, wink. Working our way to the second. Working our way to the second. <laughs> wink, wink. Well, hey, seriously, you're, you, you know, you won a major award at a big company. You did something that not a lot of people do in getting started new and coming out of the gate, like not like gangbusters, but literally. Gentlemen, I don't know if you know this or not, and I'm I'm gonna 
you know, put a little bit of hyperbole behind this, but somebody figuratively jammed a rocket up the ass of Paul Smith when he got into his new job and lit it right there in, you know, April-ish. And he went up damn near the stratosphere, Ray. He went all the way up. And right now he's in Myrtle Beach coming back down, but he's going to go back up again here in another month or two, you know. So, but seriously, the amount of business that this gentleman did is to be commended. And I know without question that the quality that this guy did that business with is uh, unquestionable. It's, it's, a, it's, it's really refreshing to see somebody doing things the right way, having success. And we appreciate it. We appreciate you being a listener. We appreciate all the things you do. The only thing we need to know is when are you going to get your ass on the show? Well, it sounds like you guys are booked up for a while. I, I'm well, to tell the story. But it sounds like you guys are booked up for a while. That's all right. I mean, it'll be right in the middle of, uh, you know, right at the tail end of your round ones. I mean, what better and more cathartic thing to do after your first round into 2022 than to come talk to our sorry, sad ass, asses of shit, you know? I mean, it sounds <laughs> Get like your legs idea. back. Yeah, get your, get yeah. your legs back. We'll pump and, you up. Uh, talk to that first round of customers where you're starting to, uh, you actually feel good about the season, right? And, uh, and then we'll, <laughs> we'll bring you back to reality real quick, like. See, and Paul, okay. Matt can really Matt can really relate to this. I mean, this is going to basically be uh, like talking to Matt after the Vols play those first three games, and then Florida comes to town week four and whips their ass all over the field, and then he's brought back to reality. So this will be something he's very intimately familiar with. Well, he's in pain right now. I can see his face. I won't know if round one or round two will be good until uh, July. So let's do it in July. We can do it in July. We can book out to July. The pain on Matt's face right now, he's so excited for basketball season. I can see it in his face. Go balls. (laughs) (laughs) I watch sports. Oh, I wish wish you could see it. If you could just think about the thing you love most in life and have it fail you repeatedly over and over again in a really compressed time period too, like just in the fall. Oh yeah. That's what Matt's dealing with right now. That's yeah, that's what Matt's that's what Matt's dealing with right now. It's it's a feeling of loss, it's a feeling of grief. But you know what, Matt? Go to the uh, sports book tomorrow and put odds on them to win the national championship. I bet you can win a lot of money. You know what? If I had to do it all over again, I would have gone to Alabama because I never would have had to become a fucking turf grass major, and and I would be part of a winning program. And uh, so, you know, there we go. But here I am. I've I lost I lost two things in life, but I do have a wonderful family that I continue to let down. So, you know, I'm winning at least in some departments. Jesus Christ! God damn! All right. Hey, Paul, seriously, we appreciate all the support. Appreciate yep. you coming to us for, for the yep. help. Figure out, we're going to get you on. We're going to get you on here because we want to talk and jam with you. I think there's a lot of things that uh, our listeners can learn from you on how to grow their business and do it the right way. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Absolutely. Sounds good. Happy New Year. Right, Enjoy sorry. the waves. Happy New Happy Year, New man. New Year. Do the damn thing. Paul, the award winner Smith there. Uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, Paul absolutely catapulted uh, the business he worked for into uh, a high level of, of success in, uh, in, in their Seriously. TO department. So uh, big time, major, major victory 
uh, he pulled off there. Uh, caller or, caller or callee, you're live. Callee. Yeah. Hello? Is this, is this my lawn boy? Is, is this my wife? Is this, is this that young man, Matt? I've been looking for this you, is, son. This is not my wife. Uh, I thought I heard <laughs> an Asian accent at first, but that was not. Um, it's actually so like an antebellum lady. I've been looking for you. I've been looking for you. Will you come in? I got to fill out my check. Come in the house. <laughs> I'm going to take my time. I'm going to fill out the check for you. I think she wants to rub her clipping. I think she wants to rub her clippings on you. I got a nice ice cold. <laughs> Bud Light for you. <laughs> What's up, boy? Something tells me that when this lady gets What's when this up, hey Lushy? when this lady gets a little tuned up, you know, she might do things. I get a, I get a little excited, you know. Well, thank you, thank you. I, I get rid of the you, accent for you. No more. I, I know you turned off the you turned off the Boston. How did you do that? Oh, he can do like it. Like a little old lady. He can do it anytime he wants. Forget about it. It's it's all. <laughs> It's all learned. It's all over. It's BS. Lushy, uh, how Lushy, you doing? Just talk to us. Just talk to us without a Bostonian accent, real quick. Like just normal conversation. <laughs> oh, that Can would be straight. That would be. Well, let's see. I'm a few. I'm a few beers into, into a six pack. So, um, yeah. So I'm going to have to come to your property and assess <laughs> your turf. To come up with a proper program for you, he is trying so fucking have, hard right now. Oh, so hard! It's it's so difficult. It drives it's insane. I can't do it. Unlike unlike now, here's the funny part. Here is the funny part: is that you got you got Matt. Now Matt, I don't know if it's a it's not really a Boston accent. It's more of a it's a masshole accent accent that. Uh, for whatever reason, Lushy, it gets people to pull their wallets out because, you know, they want to have, uh, you know, the best can opener, the best set against you knives, the best fertilizer, the best bottle of tenacity that they can possibly get from our favorite mass hole. Really, I'm going to say of all Silver time. Symbol. Yes. So cool. Lushy or Silver Symbol? I mean, Silver Symbol is our favorite. I'm sorry, dude. Like, you don't sell enough affiliate links. Just, I don't. I, I really. I just, just got to show how how tenacity partners with a Bud Light to get the <laughs> the best effect on your buzz. Today we're talking about wire strippers. We're visiting the fuzzy <laughs> hole where we have some of the finest meth head strippers, also known as wire strippers. <laughs> I like to soak my wire strippers in tenacity. <laughs> I think it's. Uh, oh. Never mind. I won't say that. I won't say that. But uh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah, you don't want any. You don't want to talk about Milky White discharge. No, it wasn't even going to be. Wasn't going to be. Wasn't going to be that. Oh, gonna be wow! That, Demonetized. Hey. <laughs> so, <laughs> listen. What's I want to hear this? I, I, you know, you're a thoughtful guy, Lushy. People don't think that about you, but you are a thoughtful guy. What are your one or two New Year's resolutions for Lush Lawns in 2022. I'm curious. I got. I have. A, I have a few of them jotted down. Uh, I get more organized in the office. 
um, let's see, compile the data that I gathered this past data. year and data and try to implement <laughs> that into data, get that data into next year's uh, program. What data? Uh, try to, uh, well, we did, we did far more soil testing uh, mm -hmm. than we ever did in the past. So we, we've got a pretty good grasp on our area. I, I can pretty much get a good feeling. And I still get the surprise. Uh, I just got one the other day where it was 115 pounds of uh, lime per thousand Woo. that was needed. Woo. Yeah, they're, they're, he's rocking a 4.8. Oh, yeah. Yep. Paint it white, Leslie, like you're uh, on your honeymoon. <laughs> nope. <laughs> make, it, make it look like it snowed. Um, what was, oh shit. Now you threw me off track. Uh, the, also the, also the time data, like we actually have a program that tracks, uh, when, when we're on site doing an application. What, so that what will program give us that? an idea. Uh, we're using Yardbook actually. And we're using the paid version. Okay. Are you, you feel my man? So What's it, that cost you? Uh, 35 bucks a month, I think for the paid version. Well, and then that, your money uh, back that. Oh yeah, and then on top of that, that drops the one percent processing fee for credit cards. Oh, so if you to the free version, you take it, and they they'll take a one percent processing fee on credit cards on top of what Stripe. So Stripe is what they use to process credit cards, mm -hmm. um, and they have their own charge. And then Yardbrook, if you're not paying for their service, will charge you one percent. So hmm. as soon as you get past a certain mark, it pays for itself. So. Uh, and there's, there's a few other features. There's also bulk messaging, so that which is convenient. Now I can go in and say in and search, you know, jobs for tomorrow. Then be able to send out an email or a text to the customers that we will be, you know, you're on the schedule for tomorrow. You know, barring any unforeseen incidences, we'll be there. So do you have, it's a, it's do you a have pretty good little program. I know this. What's that? I was going to say, what's an unforeseen incident? <laughs> Ah, who knows? I mean, you could get a flat tire. You could get in a car accident. You could just have a, uh, an account maybe takes a little extra long. You get five or six of those, and you don't get to that last account for the day. You know, and they got to get bumped had, to the next day. Permagreen had a hard night of drinking. It's hung over the next day. Yeah, I get it. I understand. Yeah, yeah, it happens, you know. So. We've all been there. You, well, know, no, you never know what's going to pop those, up. Those are that name. That's I'm I'm glad to hear that that's working out for you. I think there's a lot of technology that people are either you know feel like they're too busy to investigate and you know look into or um, scared of. I don't even know. I'm not sure what the uh, trepidation is. They're a massive time commitment. <laughs> They're, they're, and that's their huge time commitment to to learn what you're doing. I mean, and that's part of the reason of why I don't want to switch. I actually started to switch into another program, which I mm -hmm. thought was going to be the way I wanted to go. We actually prepaid for the whole season, and wow. I got into it, and, and it never did the estimates the way I wanted. And I walked away from it because I wanted uh, to be able to present the estimates in a certain manner. So, is that real green, you know, you or, live and you uh, learn. No, it was uh, spray. Oh, spray! Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, and that, and I know that's being 
worked on tremendously. I know uh, Luke Corthon's gotten involved with that. I think he purchased it, and they're, they're doing a lot of work. So interesting. So yeah, I know Lawrence has, has, uh, has, has a real big business down there in uh, Austin, Texas. Yeah. Not Boston, Austin, Texas. Austin. Yeah, what's he? What's he got? Like twelve thousand customers or something? Something silly. Somewhere between twelve thousand and one hundred and twenty thousand is pretty crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> what, are, what is is, 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 is Lushy Lushy Junior. pretty pretty hyped about twenty twenty two? Uh, I think so. I think he is. Uh, you know, I think he's enjoying. He actually went out and uh, spread a pallet of lime today and push spread it. Wow. He's like, yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to take the permagreen. I'm just going to go push spread it. It's easier. Jeez. What? It's easier. <laughs> yeah, that's an oxymoron. Well, be- <laughs> well, because you don't have to tow the trailer, which he did run into a little bathroom incident. Funny, you brought you guys brought that up. Uh, so kind of kind of got pinched for a moment um just bring a gatorade bottle with you kid good (laughs) lord well when we at the well you know you're at a property that's say 12 15,000 square feet you gotta put 20 bags down the permagreen can only put out so much per thousand even wide open uh Mm. and then we have a push spreader that really just when it's wide open it puts it out a lot faster Ooh. And I think that might be the only drawback of that machine is when we get into we lime. To... And we have put out a tremendous amount of lime this year. Oh, you just put it in low right. gear and leave it wide open. It lo- yeah, but low, it twice. It's still, look, we've, we've ridden yards twice, four times. Gotta, I guess I'm just board, the kind of person that would rather, out. I'd, I'd much rather ride the yard 115 times before I ever pull the push spreader off my truck, but that's just me. Yeah, because well, you, you're not 22 years old and just been like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just do this. This is true. When I was 22, I did some dumb shit like that as well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can grunt this out. This will be good. <laughs> yeah, I, 22. I did that for a long time. No, at 22, I had a fertilizer spreader that held 80 pounds. Yeah, we don't have one of those because I bought it when I was in my 40s and said, I'm not buying one that heavy. Okay, and I want, and a, smaller, I want a smaller push spreader. No, this spreader is not even a push spreader. This was, I think, a Maruyama engine drive backpack made in the 1990s and kid you not that thing ate an 80 pound bag of fertilizer and i was blowing fertilizer on embankments so i'd stand at the foot of the embankment and i'd shoot that stuff 50 foot uphill <laughs> man can you just imagine a re- Imagine Lushy out there with one of those backpacks just sending it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that yes. unit, I mean, not not to mention he had 80 pounds of fur in it. That unit probably weighed 200 pounds. And Ray just had it on his back and just walking around with it. Mm. Ray, Ray is actually Ray an does. ant. <laughs> Carries in body weight. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lushy's well, seen me. I mean... <laughs> 
Yeah, this is true. Lushy has. Yeah, I mean, yes, I did. I actually, I saw them. I've, I've seen the man, the myth, the legend. We've uh, gotten into trouble together. We've, uh, yeah, (laughs) yeah, we we got into some bad (laughs) trouble. I mean, (laughs) yeah, yeah, we, we, we corrupted my child and and everything with Ray. So it was good. It was a good time. (laughs) Or, or more like, uh, what is that? No, Lushy Jr. helped me break the law. Committed a felony for you. Yeah, it's okay. We don't need to talk about it. <laughs> well, Lushy, we are going to head to the show after the show here. Um, it's a big show. Very. Oh, we're going to crown. Happy New Year to you, Lushy Junior. Happy New Year to you, to you too. Your girls. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, don't forget the Forgotten Son. We don't talk about him, but there's another one. Hey, yeah, but he's all grown and shit, isn't he? Yeah, he, he does his own thing. That's all right. I, I got a I got a beautiful guy, right? Matt Martin. I get uh yeah, they both were, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. The uh I got a beautiful Martin family Christmas card that came in the mail. Hey. That was gorgeous. Good, good. I'm glad I'm glad it arrived. It was more more Bob Ross themed shit. Continuation of last year. <clears throat> I've decided we're gonna do Bob Ross every year for Christmas. That's I don't make many decisions in my my household um but i did make that decision um we're doing bob ross every year and uh i made i made my kids sit down and watch bob ross with me while i drank whiskey and cried this christmas so um, it was good it was a good time they really enjoyed it our fa- my favorite christmas cards when we gave the kids 15 dollars each and said we're going to go to goodwill and you two are going to pick out each other's outfits you have fifteen dollars to spend, and they have to be able to. It has to cover everything. And Cindy and That's I did the same idea. thing, and that was our Christmas. It was a great. That it was a, great. That is a great idea. I'm not. Gonna... It was a. It was a wild Christmas card. All right, Lushy. Uh, all right, join gentlemen. us in the show after the show, and uh, everybody else for listening. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you so much for the wonderful year we have had. An absolute. We've had way more fun than is legal uh, doing this, <laughs> and uh, we will continue next year. Um, and I, I promise you, next year it's only going to get more wild. Um, you know, and, and this is the part, a little behind the scenes that we don't necessarily talk about is that when you're doing a live show like this, that's not scripted, where we just fly off the cuff. A lot of this, you know, the, the, the quality of the content we put out is derived from the amount of time we spend together, right? The more time we spend together, the more we learn uh, how to talk, how to joke with one another, when to talk and all that fun stuff. And, um, you know, I knew from the get go, it would take a little bit for us to become accustomed to. Uh, all the things, all the things we talk about and stuff. And, you know, as, as we become closer friends then it becomes more natural and we have had just, it's seriously an absolute shitload of fun doing this. It's insane uh, that we are afforded the opportunity to be able to do this. So I personally want to thank everybody for uh, the the support and uh, the opportunity to have a voice in this. And uh, yeah. And, Ray, Ryan, thank you for all y'all do and uh, and joining me on this absolute fucking parade of debauchery here. <laughs> well, hey, listen, it's 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 been a wild ride. I, we've been doing this now for basically nine months straight, something like that. You know, yeah, uh, very, very limited so. breaks. In, 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 uh, I feel the same way that uh, 
people ask me sometimes like hey how do you guys put this all together and the answer is uh two things number one we come in here with zero fucking plan whatsoever every (laughs) single week and number two jay pink is the executive producer extraordinaire Weird, his mic just died. I'm not sure what happened, but wow, it cut off at hey. just the wrong time. Hey. Tells, us when to, tells us when to speak, tells us when to shut the fuck up, and keeps us in line. And so listen, like it, it no expectations going into this, but I'm telling you what, this is this is the happiest, you know, I say this outside of my family stuff, my work stuff. This is the happiest few hours I spend each week with these guys. You know, honest to God, we talk, we jam, I learn a lot. I, and that's you know probably the number one reason I do this is because I you know I learn a lot from sitting here and listening to you all and uh, interacting with our guests, interacting with the people and the shit that comes up. So I'll shut the hell up now. And you know what though, I really I got to plug this real quick. I can't wait for this after show. So <laughs> I'll let Matt spill the beans on what this after show is all about. But Ray, anything you want to add before we uh, turn it over here to Matthew? Well. This is uh, my favorite hours in my week because this, believe it or not, helps keep me sane. Because otherwise, I don't have very many like-minded people to even talk to during the week. <laughs> I don't. So about death. without no, without you two, I would legitimately be losing my shit. Okay. I would legitimately be losing it because, you know, you two are kind of like-minded individuals. And yeah, we're different and we don't always agree. But even though we don't agree, we still kind of meet in the middle. (laughs) We do. We do. do. We we always meet in the middle. I mean, it's like, uh, and by the way. Without you two, I would not know anything about grasses besides Zoisha. I would not know a damn thing about it. So thank you guys, because otherwise I'd be the idiot from the middle of nowhere where I only know what's going on in my own small little part of the world. Well, and so, you know, I, I want to mention this, too, is that, you know, we do, if you, if you do want to support, you can uh, find us at uh, patreon.com forward slash burn return, right? Small price to pay to get, you know, further access to um, our show. That's, you know, Sans Guest. It's just us talking, which is uh, burn and return. There's some cool stuff on there. The cool thing that's going on there right now, though, is if we get to 69 patrons, when we get to 69 patients, if it's it's a it's just a function of time at this point, Matthew. Matt is going to start watching movies. We are literally going to rent a crane to lift up the fucking rock that he lives under, move it away, and then have him watch those movies. Now, what we won't tell him is J Pink's going to mute his earphones here for a second. We are going to in those two hours that the movie's playing have somebody come in and completely resaw his lawn with centipede grass, and he's going to walk out the door. <laughs> And he's not going to know what the fuck's going on. He's going to be freaked the fuck out. And it's going to be the best part in the world. We'll crowdfund that shit. We'll make it happen. I can't wait. But 
without further ado, Matt Martin, tell us what we get to do in our after show tonight. On the after show tonight, we are going to be revisiting our past champions and crowning the ultimate 2021 after show. Let's go! We will have the Lincoln Dirty Deeds for 10 minutes and 10 minutes alone, and then it will disappear into the ethos never to be seen again. Uh, So if you're into that kind of thing, you want to stick around for some continuation of dirty humor, then by all means, check us out. Uh, If you are not into that kind of thing, totally understand. No harm, no foul. Um, You know, it's, uh, you know, we've come up in the green industry and it's it's a boys club and we talk crazy. And this is this is how we came up in the industry. And it's just, you know, it's just us hanging out, really. Uh, so, like I said, <laughs> if you're into that kind of thing, be sure to check it out. If not, uh, then no harm, no foul. We'll catch you. Uh, we'll catch you on, I guess Wednesday when we release the next uh, 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 burner return, and then of course next Thursday we've got our favorite uh, big oh, dick energy, boy. big sum energy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Timmy Bluegrass is going to come on and uh, and talk to us a lot about <laughs> about <laughs> glyphosate tolerant. Uh, Kentucky Bluegrass. So my shirt is coming off. I will catch y'all on the show after the show or next week on Burner Return. Y'all have a good one.